Heavenly Father, we thank you for another opportunity to be gathered together unto you. We thank you for how far you have helped us in our study on the parable of the soils. As we study now, Father, please speak to our hearts. Give us understanding hearts. Give us hearing ears. And help us to put to practice that which we hear today. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. In our last study, we began to look at some details on the parable of the soils. We noted that there are three parts with regards to the parable. We have the seed, which is the word of God. We have the sower, who is anyone who preaches or teaches the word of God. And we have the soil, which is our heart, our nature, or attitude, and how we respond to the word of God. We noted that every good farmer or sower must prepare the field where he or she wants to plant. And so we gave tips that will help us to be able to receive the word of God wherever and whenever it is preached or taught. We said we should never attend any church meeting unprepared. We say you should pray before you attend any church meeting. You should ask God to help you to receive understanding of his word. Whilst you are being taught the word of God, listen attentively and focus on the message. Don't allow distracting noises or the things that have happened before to be a distraction to your attentiveness in a church meeting. Be determined to put to practice what you have heard. If there is anything you do not understand about the teaching, make sure that you ask questions before you return to your home. Maybe there is something that you heard before and then you are hearing another thing and you seem to be confused. Make sure you clear up the confusion before you go home. After the meeting, pray again to God, uh, thanking God for what he has taught you. You should also meditate on the word of God that you have heard. And then, of course, when you get home, continue to pray. One of the very important things about the word of God is that it must be soaked in prayer. We also noted that not everything that we learn is for immediate application. Some of the things that we learn in the course of a Bible study is to prepare us for the future. Essentially, we spent last week preparing our hearts for the details on the parable of the soils. Today, we are going to look at just one verse of scripture. Luke chapter 8 verse 11. Luke chapter 8 verse 11. It says, now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. In this study, we want to focus on the seed. Our scripture text tells us that the seed is the word of God. There is no farmer that wants to plant bad seed. So every farmer takes time to select the good seed so that he can get a good crop. So I want to use the opportunity today to discuss the usefulness of the word of God. The word of God has great value and usefulness for us. The first one is that the word of God saves souls. The scriptures for that is James chapter 1 verse 21 and Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Secondly, the word of God restores a soul back to life. You find that in Psalm 19 verse 7. Then Psalm 19 verse 7 also tells us that the word of God gives wisdom to those who will receive it. If you lack wisdom, and you go to God and you pray and you open the Bible, you will find wisdom for yourself. 
In Psalm 19 verse 8, the Bible tells us that the word of God brings joy, gladness to our hearts. Also the same Psalm 19 verse 8 and Psalm 119 verse 130, Psalm 19 verse 8 and Psalm 119 verse 130. The Bible tells us that the word of God gives us enlightenment. It illuminates us. The word of God gives us insight into things that we may not know about. In Psalm 19 verse 10, Psalm 19 verse 10, the Bible tells us that the word of God is better than the finest gold and is sweeter than honey. In Psalm 19 verse 11, Psalm 19 verse 11, and Psalm 119 verse 9 and 11, Psalm 119 verse 9 and 11, the Bible tells us that the word of God warns us against sin. As you read the Bible, you will begin to see God warning us against the things that we should not do. That if you do this thing, you are not, I'm not going to be happy with you. And so we can avoid those things and live right before God. In Psalm 119 verse 105, Psalm 119 verse 105, the Bible tells us that the word of God gives us guidance on how to live. In Proverbs chapter 4 verse 22, the Bible tells us that the word of God gives life to those who find them. It gives them life. In other words, the word of God gives us eternal life. Also, the same Proverbs chapter 4 verse 22 tells us that the word of God gives us healthy, rich lives. So not only do we have eternal life, but we are also able to live healthily here on the earth. In Psalm 107 verse 20, the Bible tells us that not only does the word of God bring healing to us, but it gives us deliverance. In Romans chapter 12 verse 2, the Bible tells us that the word of God changes our lives. The word of God transforms us from sinners to saints. So we can say that the word of God is an agent of change and of transformation. The word of God helps us to grow spiritually. You will find that in Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11, Isaiah 55 verse 11 and 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 2. According to Romans chapter 10 verse 17, the Bible tells us that faith comes by the hearing of the word of God. So the more we hear the word of God and receive it, the more we grow in our faith in God. Through the word of God, we're able to live fulfilled, prosperous, and successful lives. you find that in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 and Psalm 1. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 and Psalm 1. According to Ephesians chapter 6 verse 17, the Bible tells us that the word of God is the sword of the spirit. That is, through the word of God, we are able to fight against the devil. If you were to study Luke chapter 4, the early parts, you will see that when Jesus was tempted by the devil, it was the word of God that he used to defeat him. So the word of God is a weapon of warfare. If we take another look at 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2, we will see that the word of God is food for our soul. If a person does not eat food, after a while he becomes very weak. In the same way, if a person does not take in the word of God, after a while he becomes spiritually weak. According to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, the Bible tells us that the word of God is a revealer of our thoughts and our intents, our motives. As we read the Bible, it exposes our thinking. It tells us that your thought is a wrong thought. 
think right thoughts. God uses his word to train us and to equip us so that we can serve him and do good works. That's what the Bible tells us in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. We have spoken of about 20 things that the word of God can do in our lives. And as a result of these things, we can see that the word of God is indeed very powerful. It indeed is transforming and it can give us abundant blessings. But as useful as a seed can be, if you leave it in the store, it is not going to be of any value to anybody. It will just remain there as one seed. But when you plant that seed into the ground and it grows, it will bring forth great harvest. And then you see the value of that one seed that was inside the store. It is the same thing with the word of God. As long as the word of God is just sitting down in a Bible, it is of no value until you receive it into your life. Then you will see the value of the word of God. So if we are going to benefit from the blessings of the word of God, we must be welcoming of the word of God. Also, we must be willing to apply the word of God to our lives. The word of God must enter into the soil of our lives for it to benefit us. For example, if we say that through the word of God you can be saved, then you must receive the word of God to be saved. Or like we have said that the word of God can give you wisdom, you must apply the word of God for that wisdom to manifest. So all the useful things that we have spoken about the word of God to you now will only become useful when you begin to apply them. But this time, I want to pray for you so that the word of God that you have heard now, you'll be able to apply it, you will welcome it, and it will bring blessings to your life. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for the meeting today. A lot has been said already about the word of God. I pray that the listeners will go back to the word of God and look at it again. I pray that you will give them welcoming, receptive hearts for your word. I pray that you will make them willing to apply your word. I pray that as they put your word to practice, they will begin to reap the abundant blessings thereof. I pray that at the end of everything, Lord, they will have cause to rejoice in you. In Jesus' name, amen.